episode 23 of Guns, Guitars, and Barbells, two tools talking about three tools. I'm Josh Thompson. And I'm Colton Morrow Merrill. And tonight we had on Tyler, co-owner of Birdies and Brews. And uh, just give a little warning, um, we were recording in Birdies and Brews while they were open, so there was some uh, background music, background noise going on. Uh, it was a super fun environment that uh, helped contribute to the conversation, but it might be a little distracting, but bear through it, and you're going to have yourself a, what, what a, a good guy. listen. What, what a, a guy. guy. What a guy. No, seriously, stay tuned, and like if you listen towards the end, uh, your mind will be boggled, too. <laughs> yeah. Like You might tweak out a little bit. Yeah. But anyways, uh, speaking of birdies and brews, we... Uh, as a partnership, Colton and I, we are very blessed and um, very grateful for being represented by them, being sponsored by them. Uh, so it's our honor to have Tyler on with us tonight. Uh, it was it was quite the deal. It was really fun. And you know what? What an ideal person to have own birdies and brews, man. Like if I'm gonna go to a business and play golf in a simulator. I'm gonna want that guy running the place. Yeah, and yeah. and Lon- Lonnie's a great guy too. They're both just like super chill, super cool dudes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, they know how to run a bar and they know how to run a golf simulator. So go check it out. Um, don't forget this weekend is the Memorial Tournament for Boone Anderson. So please check that out. Get a teammate. Go after it. Go have some fun. Uh, there's some good competition. Uh, we we did we did learn that during the podcast. There's some good competition in there. So if you want if you want a fun game and good competition, go do it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for the listen, and uh, be sure to follow us um, sub- or subscribe to us, share, and rate this episode. Thank you so much. Stand on the box, stomp your feet, start clapping, got a real good feeling, so I'm We're on, dudes. All right. How's it going, guys? Not too bad. Going good. Going All right, good. Tyler, welcome to the podcast. We are excited to have you on. Uh, just to get started, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Let the people know what you're about. Sure. No, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Yeah, no, welcome to Birdies. Uh, I, I really appreciate you guys coming and doing a, an on-site uh, a podcast. Super excited to have you in here. Um, as far as about me... Uh, it's it's nothing super exciting. Uh, I grew up in Ansley. <laughs> well, I'm excited. You know? <laughs> uh, grew up in Ansley, about 45 minutes uh, down the road here. Um, I took kind of a windy trail to end up back here in Kearney. Um, but eventually I did, and right now I live with uh, my wife. Uh, got a beautiful four-year-old daughter, Lucy. Uh, we live about five miles outside of town, um, just off the gravel. You go out to... Uh, my wife hates when I explain it this way, but uh, we live, uh, you go out past the dump, and, <laughs> and then it's about another mile or two out on the 56. So it's a no, nice little uh, nice little spot. It's kind of nice to get out. And uh, I was obviously from Ansley, a country kid. Uh, my wife is from Omaha, so she was a little more city. So getting out just outside of town was kind of a nice compromise uh, for us. So it uh, feels, uh, feels pretty good. But uh, yeah, it's been, uh, been a long, kind of windy road, but here I am. Okay. Awesome. All right. There you go. And now you're you're the co-owner of Birdies and Brews now. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Like, how did you become the co-owner? Sure. 
sure. What even happened? I know you you did talk to us about this last time we were here, but I mean, yeah, no, the the genesis of uh, of Birdies and Brews is something I don't think I'll ever get tired of talking about. I, I care deeply uh, about it, um, and and honestly. It's super cool that you guys are here tonight because uh, tomorrow and through the weekend uh, we're actually having a memorial tournament uh, for someone super special um, and super important in my life, uh, Boone Anderson. And he was really key to the whole beginnings of uh, all of this because he was sort of the golf guy. Um, I don't You guys can tell, but obviously people listening can't tell. I'm not necessarily a golf guy. You don't look at me and say, wow, he... He golfs. Like, that guy golfs a lot. Like, you know, nobody said that. Not yeah. one time. Uh, and uh, so Boone was kind of that golf guy. And uh, we both work at GIX Logistics in uh, Grand Island. And one day he turned around and uh, looked at me. And he was like, you know what killing Carney is a golf symbol. And he was an avid golfer at Bearded Buffalo in Grand Island. Okay. He would go do his league there on his lunch um, and just go in. It was like a, a, a religious thing. Like he, he, he golfed there all the time. And he always thought Kearney had a better market, a better demographic. It was just a better town uh, maybe for it. Um, Grand Island has a larger population, but they support less courses. Okay. I think there's about three courses to 50,000 there where you've got about five courses to 30,000 in Kearney. Right. Um, and that so ratio is great. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's, it, wow. it's much different. And so it made Kearney uh, a lot better, uh, a lot more appealing. And so he just turned around randomly one day and, and said that. And I said, oh, you want me to write a business plan? Um, it just sort of piqued my curiosity about it. Uh, at the time, I was trying to start my own business and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to do something. Right. Um, I, I don't mind working at a job. I, I love my job at GIX, but I wanted something that I had my own little stamp on. And like it, was, it was time. Some people say mind your own business. I, it's, it's personal. You can mind your own business. Like you're, you are a business. And like you can generate more money than just beyond your job. Some people want to get a job and then they go work and they live and they, they, they do all their fun things on the weekends. Okay. Some people live their job and it's a passion. You never work a day in your life. You love your job. Um, there's all sorts of ways you can sort of like attack life. But that's, Is that what you're doing that's now? That's the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. yeah. And at the time, I thought it was through real estate. I, I bought a whole shitload of books about real estate. I start, I was starting a real estate LLC, uh, Hip Investments. Um, and that was like, it was a cool throwback to me and some servers uh, back at Olive Garden in the day. We used to always say we go hard in the paint. Yeah. And so HIP, hard in the paint, it was like a funny little nod. I thought Hip Investments sounded like clever and cool enough that I could disguise it as something like when I'm, if I buy properties. And so I started that LLC, and almost as soon as I got done with that was when Boone, that one day, said, you should look into this. And so it was a, it was a pivot, but it wasn't like a, a crazy pivot, I guess. Right. I was looking to do something. This felt like way more attractive. Um, I had kind of considered a couple other business models, uh, drive-through coffee shop, a double-sided uh, drive-through. I think do really, really well. I think they're a cash cow if they're in the right area the right yeah. thing now you can do franchises like scooters or starbucks but they have super high royalties super high like you pay off your gross sales and so there's a lot of things that make it hard to run on a regular um, but i wanted to do one specifically over on the intersection on 11th street by annie where the the bike path 
Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. And, and uh, Bruning Bank ended up buying that lot, but there's still like a, about an acre of unused for like aesthetics right there. And I'm still, I've been kind of kicking that idea around, but I heard that Starbucks is going to go on 11th Street. Have you guys heard about that? Oh, I haven't heard about Where Elma Gaze used to be. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Right yeah, across yeah. from uh, Ampride. Yeah. Uh, I heard that was going to be a Starbucks, so that might kill that idea. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pause you for a second. Yeah, I'm, I've already read no, like, like, I'm going to revert back. Um, you were yeah. talking about having to write a business plan. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, how the heck do you know how to write a business plan? And, like, what are the steps that you take to write a business plan? Okay. Because I, I, I don't think Colton or I would no. be able to write a business plan. Probably not. No. no. Like. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't know how. It was my first one, uh, and I did, a, I did a whole lot of Googling, man. And, oh, and it okay. sounds, like, super, like, oh, whatever, but... <laughs> it's a DIY. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I have a basic degree in, in, in business admin and supply chain, so it's, like, I'm familiar with some of the... The, like the rhetoric I'm familiar with some of the like the verbiage I'm familiar with some of the like kind of goals and game plans but a lot of it was just googling like what do you need what do you need to do here what do you need and, I, and the best article that I found when I was kind of researching and doing that type of stuff said you need to take eight hours and just go somewhere and, and just totally engulf yourself and whatever you want and, and, and write out all, all of these things and it's got you've got a kind of a blueprint of the main things you want to do how are you going to generate profit how are you going to do like what are your costs going to be what's your basic things you need what all of the, the basics about a business um, and it's like just pour yourself into it and that's what I did I went down to baristas I spent all damn day there just <laughs> writing it out and, and, and exploring Carney market exploring what I thought I could do for sales how what different like streams I can have so I'm not a golf course but I'm not a bar so how can I live on that like razor in between there and how can I get the best of both worlds instead of the worst of both worlds Um, so instead of being a bar I can have leads I can have steady appointments bars don't have 40 steady appointments a night maybe they do but it looks a little bit different and and it's not necessarily the same sort of like tab I guess so that like that is a a big changer from us to a bar Um, it's very similar to a course but unlike a golf course we can stay open late at night we can capture all the after dark um, and turns out people like to drink after dark Uh, surprise yeah. yeah surprise surprise um, that that sort of was a really good marriage. Um, yeah, yeah. But really, as far as the basics of the, the business plan, your actual question, uh, I I didn't know what I was doing, and I, I had no idea, and I just knew I wanted to do it. And if I guess if you want to do it, you, you sort of figure out how to do it. Yeah. And I fumbled through it. And I, I'm sure I would do things differently on my next venture. I know that this won't be my last, but I know that I learned a lot. Yeah. Like I learned a lot. And okay. uh, some of it, I was super just fortunate because of the some small business association, the SBA, like SBA loans. So there was a lot of COVID like incentives for businesses to get back up and going. So when I started this, uh, it would have been I met with the bank in like March uh, of 2021. And they were still like really heavily incentivizing trying to get business. This place in this particular mall had sat empty almost all of 2020. Uh, really? I know shopping wow. trips moved out here. Yeah. And then Five Nines did, and then COVID hit. And then Five Nines didn't even get to work in their office for that first year or so. Nothing else came out here. I remember that. And I think Edwards Jones eventually picked up down there in the end. Yep. Um, but it sat it sat for a while yeah. uh, and 
when I saw it, I looked through the window. It was just a big rectangle, you know, like all this was a big rectangle. These walls weren't there. That wall wasn't there. There was no, it, it was just a big open thing. Um, so I loved the ceilings, the, the high, yeah. the big. I learned a lot from researching Beard of Buffalo and Great Island, what worked for him, what didn't. Yeah. Um, and, and the size, that, that was like one of the key things. And everybody that comes in here that's been to that place and the size here is just different and it, it makes a big difference. Well, well, the height, so. so that was just kind of a cool coincidence you ran into this place. It is. It's the vibe that I wanted. I knew I wanted like an, a clean aesthetic. So I was really very clear on the aesthetic that I wanted. I wanted white, I wanted black, I wanted uh, butcher block wood, and I wanted green from plants and from the turf and that was it. That was the only color scheme I wanted. Yeah. I wanted it super clean. I didn't want any like the normal bar busyness. Yeah. A lot of bars have like that shit, you yeah. know, just like stuff yep. everywhere. And yeah. I just I didn't want it. I don't I want all the neons. We have a couple up there. Uh but even that was like a little bit of a pull for me. I didn't necessarily <laughs> yeah. want that. <laughs> like I, I like the clean, uh, the clean look to it. So that was that was. Well, it is very clean. I like it. I, I love it. There's good vibes. And the space just worked. Having these big steel beams, I thought like were beautiful. Um, they were maroon to start with. Uh, but I just I, repainted them. I threw a fit about it, yeah. And everyone else was okay with the maroon, but I wanted them black big time. And uh, I, I think I you made the right choice. My, yeah, I climbed yeah. yeah. up on a ladder. I, I wrote, right yeah, my, my uncle and I, my partner and I, uh, which, yeah, I, I shouldn't be this far in without mentioning him. Um, he definitely, uh, he's our operating manager here, so he makes a lot of this go around. You know? Okay. Him okay. and I are split 50 50 as far as partners in the business, and then he runs the day to day. So he does our hiring, he does the scheduling. He's in all our books. Yeah. He's in here 60 hours a week making connections with our league members wow. and all of that. So uh, that's a huge part of why we're successful. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. He's on the grind. Isn't he? Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. He actually hired me at Cabela's a couple of years ago. That's what you he said. That? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, cool. you know him. And oh, yeah. He's a workaholic. He's, he's, yeah. cool, he's a cool guy. Yeah. yeah. He's on the grind. No, okay. So back to the business plan thing. You wrote the business yeah. plan, took you hours, you sat down all damn day, like you said. How much of that business plan were you able to actually execute? And how much of it just kind of like, okay, put to the side, failed, whatever? Sure. Um, so far... Was it a perfect plan? No, I wouldn't say it was perfect, but it was also... It was, it was uh, from a thousand foot view, there was enough things right that we could kind of squeeze in and settle in and get the, the, the smaller things. And, and what I mean by that is I knew we wanted lead. So league was a giant component, and that's done really well. I think we're, we're averaging a little over 40 teams. Oh, I think heck we, yeah. we had over 30 our first, and then we had over 40 our second. Um, then beyond that, I knew that we wanted to go after corporate events and private parties and things like that. Oh, hell yeah. That's been doing super well. Um, we've had a ton of people that are, are super happy and super excited about the value they get with the space. Yeah. Um, yep. So a lot of venues around town... Um, it might just be that space. It's just that open space, and that's all it comes with. This comes with entertainment, and we're very price competitive. So at 150 an hour, you get all your entertainment, and you can have the whole place to yourself. That's a super good price point compared to a lot of the other venues. So of course. wedding uh, receptions book, bachelor parties. Um, we're doing uh, 
the after prom party before there's like breakfast. So I think 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. before oh, like wow. the breakfast. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, come wow. in, open up special, let these, uh, these high schoolers the come in. Be I am, I am. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to ask anyone to do something I wouldn't do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm going to make Lonnie come in here. Yep. Jeez. And it, it's easy with high school kids. There's no pressure when, when it comes to the booze. That's off limits. It's already late anyway, so it's like I can babysit. You know, I can just yeah. let them come in here and run wild. They can drink all the Mountain Dew they want. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> That's funny. All right. But well. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't like a perfect match. There's been little things, um, but in, in general, the the big ticket items, the league, the corporate events. Uh, fundraisers, uh, things like that. We seem to have been doing uh, a little bit better than, than expected. Um, and and definitely, awesome. we're, we're, if anything, we're ahead of pace from what I what I wrote. All the numbers, all the different things, um, it, we're, we're above pace. And it was also hard to write that because you don't know how often. It's super hard to gauge and like forecast when it comes to like forecasting sim hours. And yeah. like it, we basically came to the point where it's better to just run a 10%, 20%, 30%, all the way up to 90% utilization, and then we just know what those numbers look like. And we're like, okay, we there need to go. achieve a 50% utilization if we want to get to X amount of profit at the end of the year or whatever. Yeah, yeah how, do you, how do you make an accurate assumption of that when you're writing the business plan though. Like what you have to run certain numbers, you have to look at other businesses. Like So yeah, I mean I assume there's like a lot of components. A lot of that was just trying to take as educated guesses as I could. Okay. Uh, just trying to take like a, a stab in the dark. We we had like kind of focused forecasts where we like really dove in and we thought they're gonna average this many hours and it's gonna be on average probably two people and they're gonna have a drink sale of maybe ten dollars along with their sim hour and so we kind of were guessing like an average ticket price of 50 like dollars okay. um okay be, you know 40 for the sim and then 10 bucks for the drinks um but it's really hard to, to kind of gauge that and so of course yeah there's been drinks that have went way higher and nights that drink sales have been more and then nights that they've been less and so it's not it's definitely not science yeah it's not a perfect art like I, and we're definitely not right um but so far, it's been better than expected. Yeah, that's yeah. the better than I deserve. Awesome. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, I think you want to do some rapid fire. Are you ready? Cool. All right. I think Tyler's ready. Oh, I'm ready for you some warmed rapid up, fire. Ready to go, dude. I've just literally been sitting here ranting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've had to like pull me so back. Talking about everything but it. Hey, we like that about Is you, that Tyler. We like that yeah. about you. Yeah. No re rerun. No. No, you're good. All right. You're gonna start us off. All right. You're gonna ask away. Are right, you ready? Fire away. Oh, you All got right. questions? Oh, yeah. Rapid fire questions. Rapid fire questions. Yeah, let's okay. do it. All right. Beatles or Stones? Stones. I don't like the Beatles. Oh, okay. Imagine. Wow. Uh, yeah. Imagine yeah. and uh, the, the, what is it, Black Crows or Imagine? It's Imagine and there's a song about the Crows. Uh, those are the only two Beatles songs I like. I don't like any of the other ones. Oh, wow. Really? So I would take Stones by default. You're, is he our only Stones Person. Most my dad was stone. My dad was stone. Oh yes, too. that's true. Yeah. Maybe that's just old fashioned. Yeah. Maybe that's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. And then uh, best city in Nebraska. I swear, if you say Ansley. <laughs> no, I live there. I know it's not the best city. Um, huh. I think of the. Uh, well, 
ones have the best. Uh, like I like Avoca. That's a small town where they do that duck uh, race outside of uh, outside of Lincoln. Um, we used okay. to go there, like kind of cruising uh, around outside of Lincoln or Omaha. Um, I'm not gonna say just like Omaha or Lincoln. I lived in both of them. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I like them as towns. Do they represent Nebraska <laughs> as a whole? I don't know. I don't think so. No. Uh, man, that's a that, that one's gonna get me because I, I like to <laughs> I, I, I like to overthink a little bit. And it's like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, just wait for my question to be. I swear. <laughs> Uh, I will get Westerville. Westerville? Westerville, best town in Nebraska, yeah. There you go. Yep, I grew right. up uh, four miles away from there. It's uh, it's on a nice hill. It's been unincorporated as far as population goes. They had a... My dad went to uh, eighth grade uh, school there, and it ended up being this, like, one-room, like, building that, uh, like, a foster family took over. And so, like, this family has lived in a school in Westerville for, like, okay. probably the last couple decades. Oh, my gosh. Huh. Um, and it's just sort of a funny little town uh, that nobody... I mean, there's probably less than 10 to 16 houses, I would say. Yeah, no but, way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds between, exciting. Yeah, in between, uh, <laughs> yes, in between, like, Ansley and uh, Sargent. Like okay. Yeah. I respect that. Yep. Hunterfish. Hunt. I, I'm not. I, my grandpa always took us fishing, but I, I never got into it. Uh, I always got really bored. Um, I, I definitely mm-hmm. prefer to hunt. Yeah, okay. I, I grew up hunting. Uh, Hunter golf. Man, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not good at golf, but I do own a, a golf simulator bar. Yeah. So, and honestly, <laughs> I, I currently I golf more than I hunt. Which do I enjoy more? I honestly probably would enjoy hunting more. I just I yeah. haven't done it uh, very much at all in the last decade. It's been something that like I I've definitely fallen away from. Yeah, so. it's probably a little easier for you to golf than it is. But I enjoy it. Yeah, it's just right now it's a little easier. Plus the weather. I never liked the weather, so my dad was big into like, oh, you're gonna walk that draw. Like if we're gonna like push these coyotes out or we're gonna go push these deer out, like you're gonna walk. Oh, we did a lot of window hunting like in our truck, uh, but. <laughs> He liked to just get me out and make me be miserable in the <laughs> elements. So. That's hilarious. Yeah. I got mixed emotions on both. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite song to drum to? Mm. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I really liked uh, Day and Night. Uh, with Kid Cudi, you can do a lot of fun really? things. Really? Wow. That. I, I didn't like that. Uh, Rage Against the Machine is what like I would probably play the most is like that kind of version of uh, of rock with like a rapper over the top. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of Rage Against the Machine, like Maggie's Farm, Bulls on Bulls on Parade, everybody. Knows, yeah. But like Maggie's Farm was always like my favorite song. Yeah, Maggie's Farm. Um, yeah, Killer in the Name of is a classic. I, I played with a guy that he would rap 99 Problems over the top of Killer in the Name of, and it actually works out really cool. Huh. It was like oh, a really slick cool. beat, so the guitar would play that, he would rap that. Um, that was really fun. Um, sometimes I like to do those ones where like Travis uh, Barker does like uh, Buster Rhymes. Um, yeah. Some of those. Those are kind of fun too, but he's just so much better than I am. It, it's a... 
And then the Metallica Death Magnetic album is actually super fun to drum along. They've got like some really odd songs on there that was uh, super good. So, okay. Yeah. Nice, dude. I need to jam with you sometime. Big yeah. drummer guy. I, I almost brought in, uh, I, I thought about bringing in some uh, some uh, equipment, some uh, yeah. like, uh, either guitar or I've got like a little Cajun drum too. So oh, yeah. I wanted to see what you, what, yeah. what you got. Yeah. I guess that's that's awesome. <laughs> Definitely like the idea of having live music on here, but. Um, count. If you could ban one artist from the radio, who would it be? I wouldn't ban an artist, no. Um, if I don't like them, I'm not going to watch them. Oh. But, like, everybody's got that, like, spot. If you, okay, if you if had I, to. If I, if I had like, to. Like, I have a gun to your head. Like, you have to do An this. artist from the radio? <laughs> um, yeah, just someone just who would be on the radio. It's just like, oh, I'm so sick of this. Like. Yeah. Someone said Billie Eilish once. I don't mind her, man. She's got a good voice. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it's like, no, she can, no. Like, her off-screen, maybe they don't agree with her, but, like, artistically, she's she's legit. Uh, Island boys are pretty tough. Oh, I would get rid of them. Or oh, that, yeah. That yeah, 100%. I, you know, it's not going to be a proud thing that I'm going to cancel a kid here, but I really don't like that that yodeling kid. Oh, <laughs> well, I like... Uh, that's Mason, him. Is it Mason Ramsey. Yeah, Mason yeah. Ramsey. Yeah, he's the one. No, I'm I, I with want him you off. on that. I, I could not. I cannot stand that. He's oh, gone. Well, go one, one of my buddies just loves him and drives me <laughs> nuts. Drives me nuts whenever he plays. Oh my god! How can you be a fan? Don't of even that? get me started on Mason Ramsey. <laughs> I swear. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's a great like, kid. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Get uh, off the get off the radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Best part of being an owner here. Oh man, um, knowing that I'm uh, like, knowing that it's uh, it's something that my my daughter is going to benefit from like for me this wasn't like this wasn't something to like change my life immediately this was something to change my life like permanently you know sort of have like a fallback something that like I could sort of give me a security net or a safety blanket so to say um, so to me that the best part about it is just is, is feeling a little bit more safe I guess you know? okay you took That's a risk awesome. to feel safe. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of people don't like taking the. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. But the risk problem, not like that, wasn't a problem, man. Like, I don't know. My wife had a harder time with that for sure. Like, it, really, like, that was something she thought about. It was like, no, well, what? Are, what about this? What about that? But like, for me, I just sort of plowed forward, and I was gonna take. It. I was, was gonna I'm put it out this. there, and, and, and I'm gonna do it. And if I fail, I'm gonna fail. But like. I'm young enough. I'm only 35. I can I can make a mistake and it cannot like ruin my life. That's you know, fair. I'm I'm at that point and it took a long time. Like we kind of did the grind and silence thing for a really long time. We lived below our means for seven years and and rented very uh, like cheap and did as best we could to save. And then it was like this year came and we decided to kind of strike and like we uh-huh. did a lot in 2021 we bought our first house oh, we, waited, wow. we waited I mean I'm 35 I just bought my first house you know like oh, that's you not very common but we waited and uh, we did that we 
starting a business. Um, got a new truck. And it was like I, I did a lot more this year than I've ever done before. But like I felt like it was. I've been really really quiet for a You're while. You're balling. That's man. good. I yeah. wouldn't say that. No, <laughs> I, I don't want it to come off like that. Now <laughs> no. I feel bad. Like no, 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 no. You're doing well. Like I think it, I think that uh, little risk you took was a very smart move. And that business plan you made worked out very well. Like, I, the uh, spot you have, I love it. Like, this is cool. It just felt like, I, I don't know, I just felt like I couldn't, I don't, it felt new enough. It was a not, like, I wouldn't have been interested if it wasn't the only one in town. Mm-hmm. If I was, okay, like, yeah. opening a, uh, something else that I had to compete in, I would have been a little bit more hesitant. Like, even that coffee shop, I, I, like, I was interested in it, but I'm scared to sort of compete with something else. Yeah. This yeah. felt much more okay. safe because it's, we're the only one there. Mm-hmm. So, I, and all of my, t- as far as, like, what I'm planning for a second or, uh, like, a secondary or tertiary, like, locations, it's all at towns that there's no competition. Like, I don't want to go and, like, have to compete big against, I want to build my brand in sort of a safe haven uh, away okay. from that. Yeah, that makes Before sense. I'm ready to like try and enter the franchise yeah. phase. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So I don't even know what rapid fire question that was, but what we've been talking about <laughs> <laughs> man. You, you have to keep me on, on the track. Okay, now, this is going right. to be the worst. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, who was no, this, this guy? You no, asked him like, like what his it. name was yeah. and he talked about <laughs> life. What motivates you? Woo! <laughs> uh, did we cover that already? I, don't I kind know. of. I, <laughs> no, uh, my daughter. Uh, my yeah, daughter okay, yeah, there we me. go. Um, uh-huh. That, like, life changed paces, uh, and I wasn't expecting that. Like, I thought I could handle I was like, oh, whatever. You, ha- you have a kid. Everybody does it when you get to your 30s. Um, you, can, you can be a dad, but, like, life changes frequency. Like, it's like a different, it won't go back. My yeah. life will never be as calm as it was before I had a kid, so enjoy it. It is truly a different kind of relaxing when you get home from a day and you don't have a kid from when you get home from a day and you do. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not in charge of her <laughs> or, your, or your child, like even if she's like away for the weekend, your, your brain doesn't stop, and I was not ready yeah. for that frequency change. But wow. it did do a lot of things for me as far as like pushing me out of my comfort zone and like... Yeah. You gotta go live. Like you gotta go get after life. Like you're 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 getting older. You're getting like you, you have limited chances to kind of go go do these things and still be able to recover. Yeah. So I I said I'm gonna go do it, and, and we did it. So. That's. Yeah, I can't imagine at this point. It took in my a lot life. of help. I, mean, I didn't I, do it by myself. <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. Like this is a lot of help. Like yeah. you don't get to a place like this without accepting compromises without accepting things yeah. you're, you're not happy with without just like letting things slide without seeing the big picture constantly yeah. I, mean, I mean that's just that's how life is so. yeah. risks and sacrifices that's true uh, what's your favorite sport uh, football I played football at Westland um, I did do track there too but like football is always just I, I just always like football. I like college football a little better. I do fantasy football pretty heavy. Ooh, yeah, um, we're I've always been in like time. I've always been in about three or four leagues, but this was the first year I didn't do any, and it was strictly related to birdies. I signed up for three. Really? I didn't manage a roster. I paid fifty bucks to be in the one league. <laughs> oh jeez. I felt obligated because I won last year, so I took oh, all yeah, that's I took all the money, and now they wanted me back. There. <laughs> yeah. And, well, they got it. Like, I didn't manage my roster at all this year. <laughs> he just I, let it go. No, I, let, I, I oh, did three man. auto drafts and didn't do I didn't even download the app for one of the <laughs> ones I was in. Oh, it was a yeah. family league. Hey, that's all right, man. You were, I love it. I love it, but it was just this year busy. I had to take a year off. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Football, though, for, for sure. For yeah. Definitely. Same. Uh, or ski and shoot, man. That is such a cool ski combo. Ski and shoot? Ski oh, and shoot. Yeah. We used to have it on a Nintendo game, and, like, that's a badass combo to <laughs> go cross-country skiing and then pull out a gun and shoot. That is kind of cool. I don't know cool. who thought to combine those two. Yeah. Well, they have that. It seems like the Olympics. It seems like the coolest Olympic yeah. sport, but yeah. I can't think of a time I've ever sat down and watched it. Handball threw me by surprise. Uh, That's as far as wild. The That's I, I, wild. I, like, when did that become an Olympic sport? I feel like me and some buddies could do that. And <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know how you get on the professional handball circuit. Like, what are those guys' daily lives like? Yeah. Yeah, you know? no kidding. Are they mechanics? Are they handballers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems <laughs> weird. Yeah, no, but uh, you would think that any average person can do that. Uh, it it seemed like it. We had a running thing in the office where uh, it was just like a constant bet on like which Olympic sport we felt like we had the best chance of like competing in. <laughs> What's yours? Handball took over because it just seems so easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, our handball listeners are going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have so like, You have no idea how much I train. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're that not I'm a water polo that. guy? No, I know. Treading water was like never really my thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not my thing either. <laughs> I mean, I can do it, but like, I'm not going like, to like, save my own life. Imagine like, doing I would, for like, a whole game. I'd probably go down at sea. I would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the guy that gets rescued after eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I would drown in the first, like, ten minutes. Yeah. No doubt. All right, here's the last one for me. Um, if you could pick the next Super Bowl halftime show performer, who would it be? Whoa. That's a good question. Can it be more There's so many great bands that haven't done it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it can be more than one because they always bring in more than one person. So, or they had five. They had five on this last one. Creed yeah. did. Was that the Super Bowl that they did? No, that they did year? a playoff game. It was the playoff game. <laughs> Creed that, and Nickelback. Just <laughs> Creed and Nickelback. Up. You know. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh man. That's um, I, some of the people that like I like uh, or, or would be a good show, I think. Uh, aren't necessarily ones that would be a good Super Bowl show. Yeah. Like, for instance, the best concert I went to ever, hands down, without a doubt, Tool. Yes. Best. Same. So oh, good. No way. I took Same. my brother, we went to the Lincoln show, and... I was this, it, were you there, the, too. Uh, it would the, have been, like, what, three years ago? Right Four before COVID. Ago? Yes. Yes. So... If you want, I still have video. Dude, I've been to a show. lot of concerts. That's like melt your face off. I, uh, like. I didn't go to this concert, Dude. guys. I feel like I'm missing out now. I feel like you're missing out too. Because, I feel like uh, no, Tool, gonna... I got Josh to play Tool in the gym one time. He made it like one minute into one song, turned it off. No, this guy, I played the whole thing. <laughs> no, you didn't. What? Love that. What would that be? Nineteen. Was that 20? Yeah. And was it June or... Here we go. Found it. It was May. May. So here we go. I was... We were five rows from the front. Oh my gosh. Five rows from the front, like dead center with that guitar player. Or the bass player, sorry. Yeah, dude. I would have been like right over here. I could have... I would have been able to see you. Yep. That's so weird. That's funny. There was this kid with dreads in front of me that just like went crazy this entire time, but <laughs> Dude. yeah. 
best that show looks, ever. That looks How crazy was that when he when Maynard came out and said that we could take our phones out? So if anyone yeah. hasn't listened to Tool before, <laughs> they're know. notorious for you cannot ha- record with your phone. Yeah. And so the whole show, I'm watching security guards almost tackle people taking out their phones. It was yeah. it was almost better than the show itself. <laughs> and then they, it, he is, it, it's real about it, and yeah. it's like that at every Tool show. So like, I have some friends that are like diehard Tool fans, and so I've been around it for a long time, you know. Yeah. And I'm I'm a little older even than you guys. Like, I remember jamming that the um, the Ten Thousand Days, the Pot album that came out like right after I graduated. Uh, from high school and that was a super super good album um, but anyways like I, I've loved these guys for a while it's been like a bucket list uh-huh. them Rage Against the Machine are probably like my bucket list like I really want to go to a Rage Against the Machine show and I don't know if I'm going to do it Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever splurge for Coachella and that seems to be the only time they kind of come out I think they're, they're going to be in Sioux Falls at, uh, but that's in like a year over a year but we'll see I, I might end up yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna say Tool um, because it was an absolutely great show, and I don't care if the Super Bowl people aren't down with it. Based no, on what it looked like, I, they I, could make a good they, halftime show. They could, and I mean, insane. The, the the like the lighting, the visuals are always just insane. Yeah, they are. The That's, sound is like mint. It, you rarely oh, okay. hear a band that like is on the CD sounds the same live. Yes, like I've listened to a lot. Everclear was. I remember listening to that. Record. I'm like, sure they were. That it was sounds so about right. bad. <laughs> sounds about right. Father of mine. It was like a really bad voice. Uh, yeah. and, uh, That's awesome. probably drunk. Yeah, <laughs> probably. probably. I, I think they get burned out. I mean, I get it. It's an artist. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, they're, they're out there on the street. Like, that's a lot. But uh, Tool, yeah. they replicate super good. Like, the way they sound live is the way they, they sound do. on their and, discs. Uh, my uncles are huge fans. Like, my uncle went to their shows when they were, like, not near as big. He's been to, like, I think 15. Like, he'll travel around and go to them starting when he was in college. But, uh, and I never understood it. He was always playing them. But then one day I just sat and I just really listened. <laughs> it's like one of those bands you listen and What's you What's your favorite tool song? It. The Pot, probably. The Pot? Or Tempest. Yeah. Pot or Tempest. You like Tempest, huh? Oh, That's Tempest. the one he had me play. That in takes the gym. The buildup is crazy. That's why I probably didn't last very long. I don't blame you, yeah. Okay, it's, so what's your favorite album then? Uh... Probably 10,000 Days, because that also has doesn't have the Rosetta Stoned on yeah. it. Yeah, it's got some good ones on it. It's so. got Jambi, uh, yeah, Jambi, Rosetta yeah. Stone on that one. Uh, pot. I, the Grudge, what's your thoughts on The Grudge? Um, I can't think of that right now. I'm going to give you homework. Uh, yeah, uh, so when you, yeah, when you leave tonight, you, you listen to The Grudge, and you tell me that it's not a, a different tool experience than what you've had so far. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. it's, it's a high... High in my top three. Okay, I'll even do my own record list. Nice. Yeah, yeah I'll the do Grudge, that. Eulogy, Forty Six. Everyone does the Forty Six and Two. Like Forty, that one, that was a super popular one too. But uh, Push It, mm-hmm. Push It has one of the best grooves. Wait, it's not that. Push It. No, <laughs> that's so close. That's the one. It's got like as good a groove as like uh, like Stranglehold with uh, Ted Nugent. Like yeah. the way that you can kind of fall into that like groovy trance. Push It. Has the same thing. Okay. All right. Sweet. The the grudge. The grudge. That's push that's it. the big one. Eulogy. Eulogy. Okay. Those three. Those are all. Grudge. Hey, hey. Push it. Eulogy. In that order. And I bet your uncles would uh, would appreciate all of those. Yeah. I, they would be like, <laughs> probably. He's They're a tool fan. If, yeah. He's a tool fan. Oh, if you're yeah. a tool fan, are you a tool? 
what do they call them? Toolies? I don't, Toolies? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> no, it's Tool Army. Tool Army, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there yeah, you go. Like I that. think uh, one time I heard a conspiracy that it's all just a joke to get people, because their merchandise just says Tool. So it's to get a bunch of people walking around with shirts on that say Tool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can believe it. Yeah. Danny so, Carey's just so, he's so good at drums. Like, I, yeah. I, I have so much respect for that band. So oh they're, they're probably my, they've been Rage Against the Machine in my favorite bands, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So kind of like you were talking about how good in that concert, like the lighting and how the visuals were just insane. That's kind of one thing I wasn't very impressed with the halftime show. Like, oh, yeah. I highly respect the people that were on there. I thought that was epic, having those five artists on there. I, okay, Kendrick Lamar, I don't know if he should have been there. But anyways. <laughs> Whoa, okay, the visual, now I'm a Kendrick fan. Yeah. The visuals and the lighting, like, there I don't just think wasn't he picked anything. The wrong, I, I think he picked the wrong song. Yo, okay, that's, that, probably, okay. that's probably what it was. He could have done a different song besides It's Gonna Be Alright, because I do think that Kendrick is... A top five rapper, like he is very good. Not just, just mine, but like an era. objective list of rappers. I think that he's one of the best lyricists out there. I'm a big fan. Okay, You're not gonna uh, yeah, me. you are a big. Fan. I like Kendrick, but I did not like uh, that that song. But I mean, it is what it is. So, yeah. Super I just cool. feel like he was kind of a black sheep among those like older, old, older school. So you know he what I'm fits saying? in a lot with Dre though, because like, yeah, he, he, yeah, I can that see that. That was like a connected a, a lot with Dre. Um, I want to say someone, uh, J Cole, told Dre to look into Kendrick Lamar, and uh-huh. like, that was like like it was like a kind of thing there. And I only saw. Did you guys watch Nardwire ever? You know yeah, I love Nardwire. Okay. You know that. Man, <laughs> deep dive into this guy because he you need to look know. up his interview you'd appreciate it like, okay. it, just like even if you care about your art of the interview Nardwar will take you to a different level on how you interview because Nardwar cares about the interviewers he does so much more prep work yeah. for what he's going to do and he finds so much more like kind of hidden things to talk about okay. uh, that you pick up little gems like the fact that he told Dr. Dre to get Kendrick Go get Kendrick. As far as the lineup went, I liked the people. I, I, I think I can see what you mean. Like it was, it seemed kind of bright. Like there wasn't like the dark, and then like big pyro yeah. stuff. It was just like a very sort of bright set. Like it was like very white and kind of clean. And I don't know. I, I didn't mind. They all played the sort of songs I thought they were gonna play. Like it was that's like, true. That you is know, true. They kind of just did what I what I thought it was, they were gonna do. It was good to see them all. Like I'm, yeah, I know, thought it that was, was cool. I, I'm in that like demographic. Like I remember mm. when. In the club from 50 yeah. Cent was going like I remember playing that and like before we would go into like pep rallies and stuff like that was like uh, yeah 2003 2004 I want to say I remember that album like specifically I did school. when he came on I did feel kind of awkward sitting there with my mom watching those that lady twerking on the, on the TV <laughs> that's the one that I was like uh oh what was your parents take on it um my my dad hated it <laughs> he's not a not a big fan it's funny that older generation I loved it though hated it the middle generation loved it and then the young generation was like eh. yeah kind of went back and forth yeah but. well we're like kind of a hybrid of the young middle generation yeah. I think I, I, I enjoyed it a lot yeah, I, I just didn't think it was like whoa whoa at, at the time yeah. I was like what is this because I expected a big show like I, I expect like the pyros and everything yeah you know after the fact I'm like Lady Gaga Oh, oh, man, I've been to her show, bro, and I'm going to tell you, okay, it was on Halloween, and it was <laughs> it was absolutely nuts. Like, I've yeah. never seen a show like that. It was like, it's like dinner theater, dude. It was crazy. Yeah. And this was way back when. Um, this was probably 2011 or 2010 um, in Omaha. 
I was serving at Olive Garden and I uh, got some tickets for there and then I got tickets to the Pink Floyd uh, The Wall and so now that's a good show they built a wall in front like in between the audience and the 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 band they built a, like they kept bringing the just people would just randomly bring out these big squares that were probably four to five feet big that were white and what? they would just come and put them out and put these squares out and it eventually covered up so you couldn't see any of the band and there was just visuals on it and really? so they started playing visuals on all this and then and then at the end they like knocked down the wall and they fucking oh they pushed gosh. the whole okay, thing over that's actually badass and it, yeah. because it was the it was the whole wall album and yeah. so like it, uh, Great show, yeah, and I got wow. free tickets to. Oh it's Roger Waters. It's not being Floyd, but it, I mean, it's the same thing. Oh, Makes Roger Waters. Okay, who comes up with that yeah. stuff? That's crazy. Because uh, the one he have guy like died, his... I thought. So it's like Roger Waters and the rest of it, or whatever. But like, okay. he does all the the whole album because he. I think he owns the right. I don't know. How Did he do kind of like a, the Ringo Starr thing? Just brings in a bunch of other <laughs> people. <think>. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for my questions? Yeah, fire let's, away, let's man. Go, Are you dude. ready? Oh, yeah. I'll ramble all night. If we're going to see. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> might, this might go all night. We'll see. All right, Tyler. If you didn't know your age, how old do you think you would be? Probably 26. It's um, <laughs> like a nigga. 27. <laughs> yeah, I know. There we go. I get guessed young a lot. I feel like I'm a little bit immature. Um, I feel like I just sort of like, I tend to get a little bit just, yeah, people... People don't tend to guess me at 35. Uh, I wouldn't. I'll they, be honest. Even with the beard. Guess me in the 20. Yeah, and see, I should. I'll, I'll shave. I look a lot younger even when I get rid of a lot of that. But wow. It is what it is. Yeah. I got. I got told that I was. I look 19 today. I would have guessed younger. Not, I spot no lies. Yeah, that's no, not. I, no, I, <laughs> I wouldn't guess 19. I guess like 22. Oh, you'd be a lot closer. Like I'm 23. 23. Yeah. Yeah, you're almost spot on right there. All right. Do you believe in love at first sight? No. I, I think it I takes like, work. Yeah, I feel like that's just like uh, lust. It's a different word. Tomorrow? I'm not eating that. Oh, you're off? Yeah. Uh, I'll be in here all day. Okay. This is Nick Weimers. He's pricing a GIX. Pricing manager. I work with this handsome fellow here, but I just wish you guys could see him in person. <laughs> how, many lanes, in uh, how many lanes a day do you rate? Just for one account, I ran five to seven hundred lanes a day. So wow, that's yeah. so many, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thank God I have like. Yeah. Uh, I know that's more than other pricing. PLL <laughs> playing in the background. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. I respect that. All right. Okay. Major lane raider in the building, guys. Major so, lane raider. Uh, I'm kidding. I even watched the whole series a long time ago. <laughs> How was your golf game today, Nick? Oh, it's pretty solid. I shot 39 my own myself. I couldn't do the, the mulligan button, wasn't there, so it kind of pissed me off to start because <laughs> the putts were just not dropping that's, like they should have been. Putts but are weird right. on these things. I man, kept it under 40, so it was a good round. That's impressive. Well hey, we came in at, what, 32? Four uh, under. So four under. In the and, tournament. Yeah, Nick and I are in the tournament, in Boonza tournament. We were the first official team to uh, participate. Oh, my gosh. We came uh, in and yes. uh, You might, you might take it. Yeah. You might take it. You I get your putts know. in check, dude. You might. Four under on old St. Andrews is not... Uh, oh, is that an easy course? Oh, there's, yeah, well, there's three it's out there. It's pretty wide open. The, the fairways are super generous. And so, yeah, I do think there's going to be some, like, six and seven unders tomorrow. There's definitely three putts, you know, we wish we could have had. You'll get them. Night, but you know, 400. We gotta take that. You'll get them. I think one him. one of us hit, or one person hit a eagle, though, right? Yeah, you. Vos here. Oh, that was me. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, my bad. It was a. 
I drained it. It was a monster. Was <laughs> I thought you said you couldn't go. That's what kept us coming. I get lucky. You get lucky. I get lucky. Every now uh, and then, you get lucky. It's like, hilarious. okay, wait. This is cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, say whatever you want to do. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's right, hilarious. You guys have to take it easy and just keep doing your thing. Hey, no problems. Uh, Thanks well, for stopping by, Saturday or no, you just take it off? Nah, I have to go home, but nah. I'll talk to you. Just call me over the weekend and tell me how things are going. <laughs> tell me where we line up with that four under. And that eagle putt probably I'll let you know, Nick. I think the eagle putt's going to get us That's going to be the make or break, that eagle putty train. And I wish you need to put it on that. You got to mark it now. You know, it was 60 footer. Yeah, so. we'll put it on. No one else is going to do that. Do you have any other parting messages for the UNK crowd? Um, can't spell drunk without you. I knew you were going to say that. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew that. All right. Nick so, Weimer is in the building. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> so you don't believe in love at first sight? No. Unless it's Oh, my Nick. God, yeah, Unless that was the question. Yeah. I fell in love with Nick. No. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it takes time. Uh, love, I think, is a, is a deeper thing. Like, you need to know if they, if they like, chomp on their cereal or if they, like, don't care <laughs> about the way, like... I, I mean, there's so many little things that, like, it, it, if they don't consider... The, the nuances of your life then you can't you can't get into that until you get deeper into a relationship That's so fair. I, I uh, maybe once or I, I think maybe it sounds nice uh, in a book or, or whatever but I think the reality of love once upon it, a time the reality of love is like it, it's slow building and it can be messy and it can be like it can take a lot of time to build so yeah yeah well I mean Boom. That was really good. Wow. I, you're talking to someone who, uh, I, it took me five years before I proposed. Uh, I, yeah, our, my, uh, my wife now, Jamie, and I, we lived together for almost five years, uh, almost seven, I think, before we actually got married. So, Holy cow. Uh, yeah. So you knew her. It was a, yeah, it was a you know everything about her. It was more like about damn time than uh, anything else. So. Okay. Very good. All right, there you go. Do you think uh, love is a feeling, or do you think it's something you choose to do? Ooh, it's definitely a conscious decision. Yeah. Oh, man, there, oh, are, yeah. there are times that you can absolutely, like, want to or not want to. And it's something that, like, takes full commitment. So, yeah, it's a decision. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. There's chemicals 100%. that play into attraction. Yes. Um, but love? That's like, love. That's different. Like, love is like a, you got to buy into that. And, like, there's hard times where you don't want to. Uh, so, yeah, it's a decision. Okay. Business decision. The business decision. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler, how do you measure success? Measure? Yeah, how do you measure it? Or is it even measurable? Oh, man, you got to feel good about it um, personally. And, like, I used to think it was like, oh, you make 100000 That's you're successful. Like, that was, like, for some reason, like, maybe it's because I grew up in Ansley and, like, you don't have, like... Super, super lofty goals, but for some reason, like 100k stuck with me, and that was like, oh, if you make that, then you can be rich and you can be successful. Yeah. And so it was like that started as a benchmark as I went through whatever. Um, yeah. But even if you get to that, it's not like you necessarily feel successful, and so it's definitely uh, it's it's a state of mind versus like a, a, a destination, um, because. I don't know. I don't even feel successful now. I feel like I have like a lot left on the table, kind of thing. So yeah. like, I don't. I don't I like 
I don't feel like a, a businessman. I don't feel like a, when, you, when you look at like all these people that you would say are successful, like I feel like they're at different points. And I think you could probably argue that I am. I feel like uh, I'm not like downplaying what I do, but I'm not done, and so I don't feel like it's a success well, yet. That just that just proves that you're like a good human being because the second you become content as a human being, like you're basically done. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you're never satisfied, you're going to keep progressing. You're going to keep becoming better. I so that just shows you're, you're a good human being. I think you learn something new every day on, like, a macro and a micro level. Like, yes. I learn something new every day about McLeod. It's our TMS, our Transportation Management System at GIX. It's yeah. just a computer system that I've worked on for the last seven to eight years. And I still learn something new about it. And that's like on a super small local level, but then on like a big level, I think everybody, yeah, that's, that's part of being, that's that's why people are called wise, you know, they, they gain that wisdom, they, they build it up over time, and a lot of that shit you can't, you can't learn in a book, and it, it just comes with time, and, and that's how it is. So do you think the, the the day or the second you become content with where you're at and what you've done, you, you think that's that means you're successful? I hope so, because yeah. I have sort of a radical plan, um, and a lot of people laughed at me when I said it, even at GIX, but I want to retire when I'm 45. I want to be done oh, working wow. a job when I'm 45, wow. so that's 10 years. I put myself wow. on a 10-year plan. That was originally that's respectable. when I created the LLCs for buying rental properties. I thought within 10 years, if I could set aside 10 to 20000 a year and buy a rental property every year, by 10 years, I could have 10 properties and I could step back and, and manage properties, see what, see what, whatever. That yeah. was sort of my game plan. But I really, like now, it's obviously pivoted more to Birdies and Brews and how can I build this brand both locally and then expand to a franchise thing because a franchise is when you get a chance to like add zeros to the check, you know, and that's yeah, like, and so, yeah, I absolutely am spending the next 10 years working as absolute hard as I can because I do not want to live my life working until I'm too old to enjoy my time. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people just spend their life working, 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 and I've never been that way. Like, I'm, I, I get that, like, you have to be a, a, you have to do business, you have to show up, you have to have a job, you, can, you have yeah. to do certain things. But it's always been hard for me, and, and I, I never wanted that typical lifestyle. I wanted to be, I want to work as, I want to work smarter, not harder. I want to get in and out in ten years and be done. Yeah. Is that going to happen? I don't know. But that is my goal right now: is to be able to step away from any sort of like job, job, a nine to five job. By the time I'm forty five. So. You just build different, man. We'll see. Awesome. I, I don't know about that. Like, awesome. I, I might just be dumb. Like, some of the times <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so dumb. I, I mean, just push through no. things. Like, there's a uh, ignorance is bliss sometimes. Like, you, you, you know, you don't know what you that's don't funny. know. And so, if you just push through and do stuff, uh, you know, no one's gonna stop you. That's awesome. I, I think that's that's good to that's set awesome. a goal like that because then even if you don't meet that goal, then you've worked hard for ten years and you've still built something. Of you've it, at least you know, done so. Yeah, you've at least done yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, you still have 10 years to go, and you're already the owner of a pretty decent business. Like, that's a good start. It's a good yeah. start, you know? It is. Uh, it, it feels really good. So, and, uh, like I said, though, that, that takes a, other people. I can't, it's not just me. Like, I, absolutely not. Like, I'm not able. Like, so I, I, I really thought about it. Like, how do you... How do you make more than 100%? So some people can work 100% of their job. Yeah. I thought that 
the key maybe is more like duplicating yourself. So like, if you can only earn so much at one job, how do you get to where you can earn passively? Or so you have like money coming in that you're not actively having to go produce. And you, you got to figure out a way to duplicate yourself. And so you have to figure out a way to, for me, this was about shifting. I felt like I could own a portion of like, be a part of 10 things and I could do like 20% for like 10 things. Well, that adds up to 200% versus like the all in on the one. Right. So like I have a hard time kind of being like all locked in on one thing. I, I tend to obviously by my speech pattern tonight here, you can tell you gotta, I'm a, I, 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 I sort of dart and, and it's very much like that in my, my life as well. Well, that's all right. And so I, I think that I'm kind of spreading myself out a little bit and I think that I can get chunks of little things um, and eventually it's going to add up to more than what I could have ever did just by myself in a job. I think that's, that's my goal. That's I cool. think that's genius. Yeah. All right. So what is one part of your daily routine that you'd be better off with? Without, sorry. Without? Yeah. What is one part of your daily routine that you'd be better off without? Uh, nicotine. I'm not happy with that. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. It's a part of your daily routine. So what part of the day do you... Uh, all day. <laughs> all day. Yeah, all day. No, I, I used to smoke um, cigarettes. I smoked cigarettes for like eight years. I quit, and then I picked up chewing, and I'm not very happy about it. And it's like you chew even more often than I smoke. So really? uh, it's like more of a crippling addiction. And so I'm not a happy user. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, like, okay, no, I'm like, yeah, I, I've been trying to like get to where I can just like, I, I just want to quit, and I want to, I want to quit like, soon. So I've been kicking around, just doing that in March, and just trying to like take two days off and just spend them in a hotel room and just like detox because yeah. it's, like it's it's much worse than what what you think. And, really, like, it's yeah. it's harder already than when I tried to quit swigs. Like I did Nicorette for cigarettes, um, and that helped, but. I don't know if that's gonna work for this. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That was very. Have honest. you ever dipped before? I've never. I've I've, never I've done it like a handful of times, and like, holy crap! It's like instant coffee. Like it. Really? It just such a stimulant. I did. I didn't know that going into. It. I'm like, I see how this can be. Yeah. Yeah, I've never tried it. I've yeah. always just like. Do either of you have like addicting personalities, or what you would call as that? Or I don't think very, I have. I'm not. I'm very. Uh, I can be very gluttonous. Like, uh, if I'm eating, like, unhealthy food or if I'm drinking alcohol, like, I can just easily do it too much, but it's very easy for me to quit. Like, right now, I'm doing, like, uh, getting sober for 25 days. Not a problem. If I'm following a diet, not a problem. If I'm doing something, I kind of just want to keep repeating it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I can stop and do whatever. I don't really get attached very well, but I've also never, like done the nicotine like crazy I mean I've drank before but I'm not like attached you know what I'm saying so so what's a question you wish someone would ask when they first met you (laughs) you got some good questions thank you (laughs) Josh Josh decided to be a philosopher tonight (laughs) Um, what should we have said when we first met you Oh, when you yeah. first met me, uh, you know I'm a I'm a really easygoing guy. All I all you I need are, is a uh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need I, I don't need a lot. Um, I'm a I'm a yeah I'm a simple guy from Manzo. Simple so, guy. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Awesome. I like simple but powerful questions. Like uh, I like ones that make you contemplate your your life a little bit. But as far okay. as in this context, yeah, yeah, it's simple. I like it though. I like straight. It. I prefer straight, transparent, 
Yeah. You're, my, you're my favorite kind of guy, then. I like it. Do you think life is a computer simulation? or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have a golf simulator, so what do yeah, you think life is um, like? The odds are, are are more for it than against it, I think, at this point. <laughs> I am not uh, expect that. Man, I, I I just truly think that uh, the world get, it's, it it's almost like we we start to see it because of video games. And we've even in our generation particularly has been able to see video games evolve at a super rapid pace. That is true. I had even we had an Atari. Like I had like oh, shoeboxes full with the Atari and like a whole bunch of old joysticks and like all this shit. And like I mean it was it was cool. And then Nintendo, then sixty four. Now, I mean, look at these, even these golf simulators, like, the tech is becoming so advanced, it's becoming harder and harder with each generation to distinguish, or it's becoming closer and closer to real life with each generation. Each graphic gets better and better and less blocky and more realistic to the point that it's indistinguishable. I think our universe has been around for so long that there are absolutely intelligent life living somewhere that are a million years you. ahead, a million years you. back. I'm going to stop you because that's one of my there, questions. Man. That's one of my questions. Oh, no. Don't jump ahead on I'm not about, like, I'm not over a, a, a simulation. Like, I, I truly think, like, you can come here and learn a lesson. Life, like... Out of all the ancient like texts and wisdoms and things that they passed down, like you know a few general things. You yeah. learn how to be a good person. You know, you learn how to Some people do. <laughs> it seems to be the goal though. Yeah. Like that like yeah. am I right or it, right. it just seems to be the general goal um, to, to sort of be kind and learn some sort of lesson. Okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, a simulation fits that theory. You come, you you or it's not hard to see how like life here on this planet gets like kind of less and less like outside and more and more inside and I can imagine that happening elsewhere and we're just a part of that interesting like we're not on earth right now we're just a simulation on planet XYZ whatever you know we just think we're on planet that's how real the simulation is wow boom (laughs) but I mean if you're right then does that mean you beat the simulation oh <laughs> that's a, yeah, right. Like, okay. How do you, that's, no, how that's do you a, beat something you're stuck in? Oh my god. That's if like you, uh, if you're right, and you know that we're in. His... So do you do you think God is omni uh, omnipotent? Do you think he is all powerful? Do you think he can do? You know, there's omnipresent. He's everywhere at once, and there's omnipowerful. He can do anything. Do you believe that? Yes. Okay. So if he's so powerful, also... can he create a rock so heavy he can't lift it? Well, no, because he can do anything. <laughs> so that he can't create that, that rock. That. So that's the same you're question. Going. Your question ties into it. But it's all under his control, though. He makes the decision. He can't make the rock, so though. Weird, can he make the rock? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but if, if he wanted to, he could be like, I'm going to make this giant rock, and I'm going to decide that I can't lift it. Then he's not omnipowerful because he can't live. But it. it was under his control. That's sort of changing the rules of omnipowerful. There is no rules. <laughs> there is no rules. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
That's crazy. Wow. So what was your next question? We, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, um, you, you this is another a great follow-up yeah. question. Let's go. Um, do we have control <laughs> over technology, or does it have control of us? To just based on how society is evolving. Sure. I think a few have control over it. I think a lot are under its control. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, do you believe in aliens? You kind of already had. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think mathematically it's just, it's out there. Like there's uh-huh. just too many stars out there. There's too many other uni- like other galaxies, other solar systems, other planets. It, it just seems mathematically not possible for there not to have been human life that occurred. Now it might be like little blips in time and there could be like a civilization that lived millions and millions of years ago and we, we might never ever pass like we're like passing ships at night kind of thing yeah like uh, a whole ones can start and die and never be able to reach the point to where you can connect with another uh but i just think that it, it's just it doesn't make sense to me that there wouldn't be do you think that they've like touched down that starts to get into like conspiracy land and like i'm like as crazy as it seems i'm not I enjoy those things, but like I'm not super wild with what I actually believe. Okay. Um, I do though. Like I, I think that it's probably been. I don't know. I think that it's probably happens. It seems like there's a lot more proof coming out nowadays. Like a lot of the like the Tic Tac video was like super mm-hmm. weird to me. But it also is like weird that it's all grainy footage. It, like, yeah. You never get like the, yeah. the you never stuff of one. So, so I don't know until. The you smoking think, gun comes out, like, I'm sort of, like, holding, like, myself out there, but, like, I think that it probably has, yeah. Yeah, you would think with how cameras have evolved that the grainy footage would be kind of... You would think. You but. would think. <laughs> yeah, we don't know, though. You're right. Okay, so what if there were no experts, but everyone knew a little bit about everything? What do I you can, think would happen? Uh, yeah, man, I can live in that world. That's uh, that's me. You know, like, I feel like that's that's kind of my life. I'm not I'm never being super, guy. super good at anything, but I'm... I'm pretty good at a lot of things and so I've gotten by I've like been passable in enough things um, yeah that it works okay. but I don't mind the jack of all trades I think that I mean in what context like I think civilizations need specialization I think you need that to push the envelope and be able to get to new frontiers in, yeah. in tech and just in, in all fields in general um, yeah. You have to have some specialization. Yeah. Like an astrologist that just knows a little bit about astrology is yeah. going to be able to blow so so an asteroid that's going to kill it. us. If this was like, the case, would there even be labels? Because everyone knows everything. So let's say this. If it's, like a, if it's a zombie apocalypse, I want everyone to know a little bit about everything. But if I'm like trying to social engineer uh, a society, I want specialization. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sense. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that's that. how I would say it. Yeah, yeah. So, as do you guys think about zombie apocalypses a lot? Dude, every once in a while, no, like, I don't. Do you have like a spot that you would hold up in? Oh, like, yeah, what do you, sure. you like? You know, like your first like ten moves kind of thing. You know what yeah, I, I grew would, up on you know a farm, where I would so. go? You know where I would go? Where would you go? Birdies and Bruce. <laughs> a lot of glass. That's horrible. A lot of glass. Not a good spot. A lot of weapons. <laughs> yeah. A lot of weapons. Yeah, you know, good point. Good point. Yeah. No, I'd probably go back home. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty good stronghold. Uh, yeah. We both live, kind of grew up on farms. Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, you grew up in Ansley. Yep. So. And it was on, on a farm outside of Ansley, in between Westerville and Arcadia. So. Yeah, I feel like farms are, like would be the last thing to get attacked. Yeah. Whenever I like, how does a zombie even find a farm? Like, 
Did they just smell it? Yeah, it seems like... they just like, walk for forever? I think you just... Yeah, they're just, just walk walking forever. for people. Okay, yeah, they're they just walking and walking. Have you ever seen a zombie I, movie, Josh? Yeah. What do you think? I know. I feel like it's like a year. Like a year minimum. Are zombies fast or zombies slow? It depends on the movie. I hope there's... Yeah, that's true. That's freaky, dude. One of the fast ones. I feel like I would be a fast zombie. Well... Dude, I would... I would eat you up, bro. You'd be done. You you would say that, wouldn't you? Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, Tyler, moving on. Anyways, can you cry underwater? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I think you probably can, but I don't know if the the physics not let the water come out. It's, uh, aren't your tears salty? And doesn't that, wouldn't that, like, kind of... Yeah. Float out low. I feel like you can. I don't know, but well, I can't. Why would, I, I want to know why you would go underwater and cry like, while you were crying. Like, oh, that's, why? That's, a, that's a big oh, question. Okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, you start uh, crying so you go underwater. But who does this? What do you? I, I don't know. Well, this is a question. Who does it? I, maybe no one. I Gosh, don't know. I don't, <laughs> that's why it's a good question. We God, isn't that the movie? Is it the movie with uh, Jennifer Lawrence, the red, the uh, red swallow one, where like uh, she's like the spy, and they 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 always dunk their heads under the water, yeah, and like get clear. Um, I think people cry underwater. Yeah, you get rid of all the noise. I guarantee people cry underwater. There's been a lot of housewives that have cried. I think we should try this next oh, time true. to cry. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, the physics okay. I'm interested in, but I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know weird. why. Yeah, why I would. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird question. Oh my gosh. I'm I crying mean, right now, yeah. so I'm going to go underwater. Things happen. Yeah. Would you be able to even... I don't know, man. I don't know if your tears would come out, though. You've cried in the shower. Not a, <laughs> I mean, not I can't, the, you know, like, it's yeah, different. I like, have another question. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> my that's, 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 that's my last one. That's my last one. <laughs> Save the worst for last. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I mean, you know what? If there, if there's someone out there that knows if you can cry underwater, you should let us know. I think. Yeah. Because I it's just her making my brain hurt. Yeah. Okay, it's making are, my brain hurt. These are the questions that need answered. I think so. I think this is what makes the world turn. I'm, I'm all about obscure questions. I'll, I'll answer those all day. I'd rather talk about those than, uh, than other stuff. So, yeah, you're if, all good. If no one's in a forest and a tree falls, does it make a noise? I didn't know. Probably. I think you don't know. Sense. You don't know, exactly. Yeah. Does it make a noise of knowing no one or anything hears it? Okay, I've got a question for you. Okay. This is called Pythagoras's. Um, well, there's Pythagoras's theorem, but then there's also Pythagorean theorem. Yeah. Na- that's now I want the. I'm getting it mixed up. This one's the ship of Theseus. Oh, I haven't heard of that one yet. Okay. All right, give it to me. Let's give you a modern version of the ship of Theseus. You set sail in your ship. What do you name your ship? What would you name it? Um. Josh, you go first. <laughs> You want me to go? Go what first. I name my name ship. this boat. Yeah, what name, I name this my ship. ship. Yep. I would name it uh, Josh's boss. There you go, Josh's boss. Okay, JB, Josh's boss. Uh, Josh's boss. So, you set sail from Miami in this uh, in this boat, and now you take along like it's it's a pretty big boat, so you've got tons of room for like cargo and storage and stuff like All right. that. Well. 
it's a long journey. You're going from uh, you're going to go from Miami all the way up to uh, to to London. Um, so oh, you're gonna, you you got to cross. It's a, it's a long journey. You got to prepare for it. You bring a spare part. You bring for every piece on this boat. You bring a spare part. Every nail, every wood, every single thing, every little detail. You have a unique replacement part along your journey. One by one, you replace every screw. You replace every board. When you arrive there, you have now shown up in a ship that has no pieces from the original launch. Are you still showing up in Josh's box, or is this a new boat? New boat. I would say, well... And at what point, then, does it become a new boat? But you replace oh, you man. replace some parts before others. So you some are older one at than a time. others. You're sailing along, you some pull a board up, you nail it down. So some parts are not new. Some parts are newer than others. Sure. Pieces of your boat are new, and some aren't. Oh, my gosh. Tyler, what the heck, man? Um... This is the question you end on, all right? That's that's, that's brutal. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to know if, it, if you think it's a new boat, and if you think it's a new boat, at what point does it become a new well, boat? It's if all, it's not a new boat... I could boat, argue for... That's all about either. perspective. I mean, yeah. some people look at a car that has 50,000 miles on it, and they exactly. say it's a new car. A car is the very modern version, but if you replace every single screw in that car, is it still the same car? Good Lord. Wow. So no, then, it's not. <laughs> It's the same make and model, but it's like... Then when? Does it change ownership at 51% when you've changed out half of this boat and now I'm almost all new pieces and it's no longer Josh's boss? Once it gets to 100%. Does it have the same serial number? Yes, but it's a new serial number plate because you brought along (laughs) a spare part. (laughs) (laughs) So... So you put so, a new plate on there, same number. So on paper, it's the same boat. Yeah, but, but does this boat have a soul? The thing you're you know? operating... Oh, because that's... you, as a human, your body changes cells. Your cells yeah. change like set billion times. I mean, how many, like once every seven days, all your cells change out. So are you a new person? No, your of course not. You attach a soul to your body. Your body's different than a vessel like a ship. Yeah. Or, or is it? At what point does it change? Colton, you gotta help me out, dude. I is this a new boat? I think is this Josh's you boss? You could replace every single thing except for one, and it's still that original boat. But once you get everything replaced, it's a new boat. You replace even the engine. Yeah, even the engine. Yeah, engine. Yeah, every screw in the engine. What do you think? You've had this discussion. Yeah. Did uh, you come to a conclusion? I like to. I, I, I like to be a little more devil's advocate. I like to stir oh, yeah, the conversation. Like um, <laughs> as far as when, uh, it's very much up for debate, and I, I don't necessarily know that there's a right answer. Um, that's that's why. That's why it's a. a, a <laughs> what, what do you call them? A per. Uh, God damn it. Um, there's a name for these sort of things. It's not a theory. It's not a... It's a... Uh, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's like... It's mind-boggling to me. A paradox. Oh, a paradox yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Paradox. 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 Um, wow. Like Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Huh. You, you've cat's literally the box. blown my mind. You've literally blown my mind. All right, well, if you guys have an answer, let us know, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I just... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm lost. Tyler, you just messed me up for life. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with now. Holy cow. Yeah. All right, well, do you have anything else? I don't, other than, uh, you know, I really like this place. and uh, I do, yeah. too. Thanks for coming out. I, this is I like, know that it was sort awesome of like a, a personal request to make you guys like come no, here and do this, but like, no, I, I really you, appreciate honestly. it. Um, I, I, I thank you for listening to a rambling kind of rant. Sort of thing. <laughs> we were we like, going to uh, put that in the intro, actually. Yeah, he he asked us to be on here. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could, I could have came on and tried to just give a whole like spiel about birdies, but it's uh, I, I feel like it's just better to just get on and talk. You and, made this and, interesting. And I will say so. that. You made this very interesting. And I, I really appreciate you, Tyler. Like yeah. this place is starting to kind of feel like home a little bit. It's you guys are nice. welcome here anytime. Awesome. I really appreciate it. I look forward to being in the community for for a long time. I know my uh, uncle Lonnie, uh, my partner. He looks forward to being in this community for a long time. We really are proud of this place. Yeah, um, we've got big plans as well. We are looking into uh, possibly adding on a little bit next door. So uh, this might not be a little corner here. Eventually, we might be cutting that out. So you can access uh, more base. So that's awesome. Uh, we really want to see what the summer looks like. Um, that's a key with this kind of business in particular. You got a busy season, a slow season. We need to know what it's like after the summer um, before we make any big kind of moves. But right. Overall, we are excited to be here. I'm excited to be a part of this. And successful awesome. but i feel good i'm happy hey yeah. don't don't get content yeah you're not done you got nope. 10 years still happy but not content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly all <laughs> right good. tyler That's... we need one word from you any word doesn't matter we've said a lot of words tonight but we need one word one word persnickety <laughs> <laughs> all right persnickety guns guitars and barbells good night you guys